0: So I've been contemplating on whether or not I should do this episode. It's been a plan for a couple of weeks, but I've decided that I am gonna do it. So, I'm gonna do a deck profile, and this deck profile is UAs, the Ultra Athletes. So, I don't know exactly how many people are familiar with this archetype. Um, if you're- in case you're wondering, it is my favorite archetype. Um, Everybody has a favorite. Arch- I'd love if you tell me what your favorite archetype is if you have one, because I know a lot of my listeners don't play Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, but I would love it if I could catch on to a couple who do. So I'm doing an ultra athlete deck deck, uh, an ultra athlete deck profile. So this is not just a copy of the. Duel Links UA Loner deck that you get, with just some added-on cards, um, but, yeah, basically, I, I'm just gonna, I, I looked up some UAs, I mean, I didn't look them up, I just typed up UA, typed in UA, I guess, and then I, I put, uh, a different amount of each one in, added some staples, you know, for the, for the UA decks, um, I added some nice little cards in there. So I I did want to do a deck profile for my UAs. So let me just give you some context about the UA monsters first. Um, so they all share the effect where you can special summon it from your hand by returning another UA monster from your field to your hand. And you can only special summon one UA monster of each name once that way. And then um the and you you can't return a UA monster to the hand to special summon the same one. Um it has to be a different one and then each of them also have a different effect and I will explain what each of those is as I go through the list um so that's basically some context on UA mid on the UA monsters if you're not familiar with them so starting off with the profile Uh, monsters. We have three midfielders. Obviously, you want three midfielders, because the midfielders have the lowest stats out of all of them, and they're generally gonna be the ones that you don't keep on the field. They're gonna be the ones that you use to, um, bounce for the other UA monsters, because this is the only UA monster in existence, That is level 4 or lower. It's a level 4. All the other ones are level 5 or higher. Most of them have pretty high levels. So it's kind of like the Dark Lords, but these are are typically what you're going to use to special summon the other ones. And there are going to be other cards in here that help with that as well, but we'll see that later. Next up, we have two UA Mighty Sluggers. So, oh, by the way, I want to see... I wanna, so, midfield, back to midfielder, so midfielder's effect is, uh, during either player's turn, you can target one other UA monster you control, return it to the hand, then special summon, oh, so you can, like, use it to, to bounce another one, even, okay, Uh, so you, so you can use it, while it's face-up on the field, you can do it for another monster. Okay, so we have two UA Mighty Sluggers. UA Mighty Slugger is level 5, 23 attack, 7 defense. Uh, By the way, these are all warrior types. All the UAs are warrior types. And, like, they're all based off of athletes, which is pretty nice. It's it's pretty cool. It's it's funny. It's it's. It's, uh, it's cool that they're all athletes. So, like, Midfielder was, like, a baseball midfielder. Mighty Slugger, another baseball-based um, one. <laughs> okay, so, Slugger, uh, Mighty Slugger has the same, like, effects as all the UAs. Like, they share the effect with the bouncing and all that. Um, But his unique effect is... If this card attacks, your opponent cannot activate cards or effects until the end of the damage step. So it's basically safe from having its attack negated or blocked. Okay, next we have three Dreadnut Dunkers, UA Dreadnut Dunker. These are the beat sticks, I guess, of the UA monsters. They have the highest attack with 25 and 18 defense. Um it is a level seven? Level seven. And its unique effect is Oh, and also I want to mention that all these are Earth attributes. They're all Earth Attribute Warrior type. And they're all effect monsters. So Dreadnought Dunker's special effect unique effect is if it attacks a defense position monster, inflict piercing damage. And when it inflicts damage to your opponent, you can draw. Oh no, you can target a column. You can target a card on the field, destroy it, draw a card. That would be smacked in. That would be smacked on the ban list right away if it, it would let you draw a card. Now, but you can destroy a card on the field if it in, in, if it inflicts battle damage. So unless your opponent has friggin' marshmallows... <laughs> <laughs> when when I was, like, playing a, a, a computer player for the first time, and I discovered Marshmallow for the first time, you have no idea. Is Marshmallow on the ban list? Mon- I don't think Marsh. By the way, Marshmallow Here, let me look up, like, the exact stats. I want to talk to you guys about Marshmallow. Okay, so... Marshmallow is a level 3 effect monster with 300 attack and 500 defense. It can't be destroyed by battle and if it if it's if it was face down at the start of the damage step and it gets and it gets attacked then the attacking player the attacking player loses 1000 life points. And that's something I didn't realize. That would have been nice to know. I thought you lost a 1,000 life points whenever you attacked it. No, but it has to be face down. Oh, that would have been nice to know. Okay, anyway, back to the UAs. Okay, so that was Dreadnut Dunker. Next up, we have two UA blockbacker. Our first football-themed one. So this one is a level 7 with 16 attack and 27 defense. Um and its unique effect is once per turn when your opponent special summons a monster or monsters you can change their battle positions and if you do negate their effects. So that's pretty good cuz i mean if you special summon a really powerful monster with a really powerful effect then that it's pretty good like azure eyes Red-Eye, Zombie, Necro- I'm just, like, thinking of the ones that are in the structure decks. Okay, next, we have UA Goalkeeper, three of them, soccer-themed. 10 attack, 28 defense. Uh, 10 means a 1,000. Not sure if that was clear. This is a level 6, and its unique effect is you can target- Oh, once- oh yeah, once per turn during your opponent's turn- you can target one UA monster you control. Once during this turn, it cannot be destroyed by battle or card effects as is a cyclic effect. So this is a pretty, it's like a high defense card that also can defend your other monsters. And I find those kind of effects, like, really helpful. Like when there's a monster that just protects all of your other monsters, it makes it really tedious for your opponent. All right, next up we have two UA perfect ace. And this is actually a baseball themed one. It's like a pitching, it, it looks like he's pitching. Uh you can you can look it's UA perfect ace 1500 attack, 2100 2500 defense. So I get another like high defense one. Um a few of these have like really high defense. Anyway, so I have two of these. This is like one of the weaker ones with only 1,500 attack. It is a level 5, so you still can't normal summon it for free. And its unique effect is once per turn during your opponent's turn, quick effect. When a card or effect is activated, you can discard one card, negate the activation, and if you do, destroy it. Pretty simple. Pretty good. (laughs) Simple. They say that the best effects are the ones that are the simplest. okay next we have a UA playmaker double two of those um this is a football theme it's um a football playmaker I guess 26 attack 20 defense and it's it's a uh what level is this one two three four five six eight level eight. I think this is the highest level. Yeah, this one's... So yeah, this is the highest level out of all of them. Oh! So I guess this one is stronger than Dreadnought Dunker. But I still think Dreadnought Dunker's better because he has that piercing damage. But what is Playmaker's... What is Playmaker's uh, unique effect? So it says, When another UA monster you control declares an attack, you can have this card lose exactly 800 attack and... If you do, your attacking monster gains 800 attack. So it's basically Flame Swordsman Deckmaster effect. Um. So I, but I still think that Dreadnought Dunker is better. It has a hundred less attack points. That's that's what why they say. Red-Eyes Black Metal Dragon sucks because it's a downgrade from Red-Eyes Black Dragon equipped with Metal Morph. And you'll see that some of the, like, spell cards here will boost the UA monsters. So the last UA monster on here is two UA Rival Rebounder. Obviously a basketball theme. And its effect, its uh, unique effect is... Uh... If this card is special summoned during your opponent's turn or normal summoned, you can special summon one UA monster from your hand or graveyard except UA Revival Rebounder. You can only use this effect of UA Revival Rebounder once per turn. Um, so I guess that you could find a way to special summon it from your hand? It's a special summon it during your opponent's turn. I mean, because the it can only be it's because the 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 thing that bounces the UA monsters to special summon another UA monster is is um it, it's not a quick effect. It do, the card doesn't say it's a quick effect, so I believe that it can only be used. During your turn. Anyway, that's it for the UA monsters. But we still have some other monsters. I decided to include one copy of Asa the Earth Charmer. So it's a level 3, 5 attack, 15 defense. And when it's flipped, you can take control of an Earth monster your opponent controls. And you rem- and it remains in your control until... It remains in your control while Asa the Earth Charmer is face up on the field. So if it gets if it gets flipped up and destroyed then it's useless, but you I will come back to this why I decided to put this in here. It might not make sense now, but I will explain when I get to the right time. So now we have two copies of Earth Effigy. So the effigies are a group of cards. There's one for each attribute and they can each be treated as Two tributes for the tribute summon of a normal monster. Oh, crap. See, this is what I hate. When I, like, don't realize stuff until I, like, actually read the card. And I remember, like, I first found out about the effigies with wind effigy. And I remember the guy that, the video I was watching, he mentioned normal monster. And these can only be, like, used for an Earth, for a, for a normal monster. Now, they do have... They do have 2800 def, 2,000 defense, not twenty eight 2,000 defense points, and they're level 4. So they're, like, high defense monsters, but I'm taking those out of there. Uh, forget I talked about that. Okay, next... King of the Warriors, Marauding Marauding Captain. So if you don't know what Marauding Captain does, level 3, 12 attack, 4 defense. And so the I, I want to read its effects backwards. So when this card is normal summoned, you can special summon a level 4 or lower monster from your hand. So if you have, like, this card in your hand and you a midfielder, like, you could easily get that on the field. And also, your opponent cannot target any warrior-type monsters you control for attacks except this one. So, I mean, even though it can be easily destroyed, all of the UA monsters are warrior-types. <laughs> and, um... So that's why... That's, that, that's why this is kind of a good... card. Co- I have two maraudings here. Okay, next up, one copy of Familiar Possessed Awesome. So... When it's phase up on the field you can send one awesome the earth charmer and one earth monster you control to the graveyard to special summon it oh wait no hold on so you can special summon it by sending one awesome the earth charmer and one earth monster you control to the graveyard uh, and you can do that to special summon it from your hand or deck and if you do it gains the following effect. During battle between this attacking card and a defense, okay, so it does piercing damage. So, it has 1850 attack and 1500 defense. That would be really weird if this card attacked a monster with 1800 defense points. That would just be straight up YGO Troll. <laughs> okay, so now we have four hand traps. We have Ghost Org and Snow Rabbit. One copy of that is the first one. So it's it's uh, it has zero attack 1,800 defense. But um, when a monster on the field activates its effect, or when a spell trap that is already phaseable up on the field activates its effect, quick effect, you can send this card from your hand or field to the graveyard, Destroy that card on the field. You can only use this effect of Ghost Organ a Rabbit once per turn, so it can only be used uh, on a monster that was on the field or a spell trap like that was already on the field. So you can't use it to like negate a hand trap. Like you can't use it to just like Ash Blossom that you can't you can't Ash Blossom and Ash Blossom with it. Okay. So, a- all right, I- all right. Next is Ghost Bell and Haunted Mansion. Um, so it also has zero attack, eighteen hundred defense, just like all the and hand traps. Um, I also have two copies of Ash Blossom. I'll get to that later. Ghost Ball and Haunted Mansion. When a card or effect is activated that includes any of the following effects, you can discard it to negate the activation as a quick effect. So, the effects that it can negate are: add a card from the graveyard to the hand, deck, or extra deck; special summon a monster from the graveyard; or banish a card from the graveyard. But you can only use that effect once per turn. So that's Ghost Bell, and then two copies of Ash Blossom. Basically, like, all the deck stuff. Like, Ghost Bell was Graveyard-related, but Ash Blossom is deck-related. So now, here is the UA Stadium. Probably my favorite field spell. Um, So how it works, remember how I shared with you that effect that all the UA monsters have with the bouncing? So while this is on the field... When a UA monster is normal summoned to your side of the field, you can search a UA and add it to your hand. And then once per turn, if a UA monster is special summoned to your side of the field, cough, cough, bounce, cough, cough, all monsters you currently control gain 500 attack even if this card leaves the field. And that's permanent 500 attack boost. So this card is really good for the effects that these UAs have. Okay, next. One copy of UA Power Jersey. It's an equip spell, and you can only equip it to a UA monster, and the equip monster gains 1,000 attack and defense, and if it battles an opponent's monster, any damage it inflicts to your opponent is doubled. If the equip monster destroys a monster by its attack, it can make a second attack during this battle phase. During your standby phase, banish the equip monster, if this card is sent to the graveyard because the equipped monster returned to the hand, you can return. Okay, so that's that is what makes this card so broken. Because if you normal, if you get a UA monster on the field in your main phase one, equip it to this to have it gain a thousand attack. Attack with it, and then in your main phase two, you bounce it instead of like waiting till your standby phase to have it sent to the graveyard. You can like use this card an infinite amount of times. And that's why it's so good. I probably should have two copies of that. But I think one is good enough. I'm going to keep it at one. Okay, so now we have two copies of UA Signing Deal. So that's a normal spell card. And uh, the way it works, let me just move that All right, so UA signing deal. The way it works is, you s- when you when you activate it, you special summon a UA monster from your deck, but its effects is neg- its effect is negated, and it cannot be used as synchro or Xyz material for a summon. Then you lose life points equal to the level of the monster you special summon by this effect times 300. And you can only activate one UA Signing Deal per turn. So, you lose life points equal to its level times 300. And the highest level of the UA monsters is... Is, um... 1, 2, 3, 4, 8, right? Yeah, 8 from UA Playmaker. So if you used it on UA Playmaker, that would be 2,400 damage if you used it. But if you have a powerful UA monster in your hand, you could use it on, like, Midfielder, which would only burn you for 1,200 And then you could return it to your hand for a stronger monster. So I know at first glance this effect looks pretty crappy, but I think it's a decent card for just getting some monsters on the field. And you can use it for a monster that isn't that strong, and you can, like, bounce it back to get a monster that is really strong. Okay, next we have one copy of UA Turnover Tactics. Um... So, UA Turnover Tactics is a quick play spell card, and if you control two or more UA monsters with different names, shuffle as many monsters on the field as possible into the deck, then special summon UA monsters from your deck that have different names from each other up to the number of cards shuffled into your main deck, but those monsters cannot attack this turn. Um... uh, they can attack this turn. Uh, oh, I, I, w- I was doing a time chicken. Okay, then your opponent can special summon monsters from their deck up to the number of cards shuffled into their main deck, and you can only activate one UA turnover tactics per turn. So basically, if you're running, like, you want to have these powerful monsters in your hand, but if you're running low on them and you control some crappy ones, then you can use this card, quick play, it's a a quick play, and you can get some powerful UAs straight from your deck, which I think is pretty cool. Alright, that's not it for the spells, because the rest of the spells are staples, so I want to look at the two traps I have, because they are UA traps. I have two copies, these are the only traps, I have two copies of UA penalty box. So, UA penalty box is a continuous trap, and at the start of your damage step, if your UA monster battles an opponent's monster, you can banish that opponent's monster until your opponent's second end phase. You can only use this effective penalty box once per turn. You can banish this card from your graveyard, add one UA spell card from your deck to your hand. Cough, cough, power, jersey, cough, cough. So, yeah, nice little card, pretty helpful. I mean, it's not the best, but... It is definitely helpful. Now for the staples. So I have a couple of staple spells. I have two four six. So first of all first off I have two copies of wave motion cannon and you know if you watched my cards that should be banned cards that should be banned thing, um that that episode, um you know that Two copies of Wave Motion Ganon is one of the best card combos in the game. So, um, while it's on the field, it's a continuous spell during each of your standby phases. Place a counter on it during your main phase. You can send it to the graveyard. Earn your opponent for 1,000 damage for each counter. So if you get two of these on the field, wait four standby phases. Um, that's 8,000 damage right there, so yeah, pretty nice card. Uh, Next, we have one copy of Reinforcement of the Army, obviously, because it's limited. Uh, This lets you add a level 4 or lower Warrior monster from your deck to your hand. You could technically... You could really only use that on Midfielder, but like I said, Midfielder is a useful card for special summoning, so that's why, you know, one copy of this card is good. Okay, we have the Warrior returning alive, because... The way monsters aren't very graveyard-friendly, so... One co- maybe maybe I should have more than one of this, but I think one is enough. Because, I mean, if you just keep bouncing these guys, then you're not going to lose the important ones. Okay, so now, this one is going to make sense. I have two copies of Double Summon, which is not ban, limited, semi-limited, whatever. So this lets you conduct two normal summons, or sets this turn, not just one. So, if you can... If you can get an extra summon, like an extra free summon, that's really good. That's really, really good. So, you could, if you have two midfielders, you can use this. You get both midfielders out. And then, if you have two stronger ones out there, you can get two strong ones. Two UAs. Okay, now for the extra deck. So, I have two, four, six... 8, wait, 2, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 cards in the extra deck. Okay, so the first, uh, the first cards here are two copies of Boral Sword Dragon. So, Boros War Dragon requires three or more effect monsters and all the UA. All the monsters in here are effect monsters. No vanilla. is the way to go. And it cannot be destroyed by battle. Okay. Once per turn, quick effect. You can target one attack position. Monster change it to defense position. Also, this card can make a second attack during each battle phase. turn. Wow. That's... Okay. Okay. I mean... Because, I mean, less damage... Unless you equip it with Power Jersey, then it would have 4,000 attack and piecing damage. God Okay. Uh, okay, your opponent cannot activate cards or effects in response to this effect's activation. Whew, so they can't. What's they can't uh, effect veal it. Ghost or they can't Ghost Org it. Ogre. It's not. Did I call it. I called it Org. It's Ogre. Okay, so once per turn, when this card declares an attack on a face-up monster, you can activate this effect, until the end of this turn, this card gains attack equal to half that monster's current attack, cough, cough, free metal morph, cough, cough. And if it does, that monster's attack, that monster's current attack is- Oh man, this card is broken. How is it not banned. They took the time to put Tribe Infecting Virus back at 3 from the Forbidden List, but they couldn't hit this at all. All the boral Swords are really broken. Okay, so next, I have two Mrs. Radiance. Mrs. Radiant requires two Earth Monsters. All Earth Monsters on the field gain 500 attack and defense. That's why I put in also the Earth Charmer. So I can get another Earth Monster on the field for my opponent, supposedly. And boot it up. Um, But then it would gain attack points anyway. So if I could control it, then that's what I was kind of looking for. Because it's all Earth Monsters on the field and all, wind monsters on the field lose 400 attack and defense. If this card is destroyed by battle or card effect, by the way, it has 1400 attack, you can target one earth monster in your graveyard and add it to your hand. Va- okay, so there we go. That is something graveyard-friendly for this deck because it's not it's not graveyard-friendly itself. And you can only use this effect, and this is really once per turn. Okay, next we have one copy of Isolde of I sold two Tails Noble Knights. It requires two Warrior Monsters. We got a hell of a lot of those. Um, so, if this card is Link Summon, you can add a Warrior from your deck to your hand. Very good. But for the rest of this turn, you cannot Normal Summon or Special, uh, or special Summon monsters with that name, nor activate their monster effects. Crap. You can send any number of equipped Spells with different names from your deck to your graveyard. Cough, cough, Power Durst, cough, cough. But let's see what you get in response to that. Hmm. If you do that, you can special summon a warrior monster from your deck. Okay, that's worth it. That's worth it to mill a power jersey. Um, okay. And then, uh, you can only use the effect of little ones per turn. So, very good effect. I probably should have, um... Uh, I don't think I need two of this. I don't think, like, I need all these duplications of link monsters. Okay, we got Nightmare Phoenix, another very popular uh, link monster. Requires two monsters with different names. If it is link summoned, you can discard a card, then target one spell or trap your opponent controls, and destroy it. Then, if it was co-linked when this card was activated, you can draw a card. You can only use this effect of Nightmare Phoenix once per turn. co monsters you control cannot be destroyed by battle. So what does, does co-linked mean that it's pointing to the other monster and the other monster is also pointing to it? Or, yeah, because if it, if, if it just meant that that nightmare phoenix was pointing to it then it was it it would just say monsters that this card points to so yeah um we have two of those we have two nightmare Cerebuses. um it requires two monsters with different names i guess all the i guess all the nightmare link monsters require that if it's Link Summon, you can discard a card then target one special summoned monster in your opponent's main monster zone destroy it so i guess link monsters are out of the question at least in the beginning of the game uh two monsters with different names not too hard to resolve in this deck uh it's not too hard to get it's not too it wouldn't be too hard to get i mean it only has 1600 attack points but uh mrs (laughs) seradian i don't know Okay, then if it was calling to when this effect was activated, you can draw. Ah, <laughs> you can only use the effect of Nightmare Cerebus once. Oh, oh, oh! Calling monsters you control cannot be destroyed by card effects, whereas on Phoenix, it cannot be destroyed by battle. Okay, we got one. Sorry, you just Skull Dread. It requires two or more monsters with different names, and it gains effects based on the number of materials using using its Link Summon. If it had two or more, if a monster is normal summoned or. It's Special Summon to a zone this card points to, it gains 300 attack and defense. If it had 3 or more, then during your main phase, and I, because if it has 3 or more, does it also gain the 2 or more effect? I guess because it says like it gains effects, not gains a effect. It doesn't gain an effect. So if it has three plus, then once per turn during your main phase, you can special summon one monster from your hand. And if it had four, so I guess it's up to four. So if it had four, then it also... You can draw four cards and place three cards from your hand on the bottom of your deck in any order when it's link summoned. So that would make you go plus one and you don't have to discard the cards it's not like graceful charity where you have to discard you can place them on the bottom of your deck so this is good if you have like a junky hand like if you have cards like hand traps that you can't use like if your opponent's deck just doesn't do that i mean most decks do i mean name name a commonly played deck that doesn't search okay Okay, I would like you to do that. And finally, we have one copy of boral dragon So, that requires three or more effect monsters, just like Boral Sword. That's, like, doable in two or three turns. Um, Neither player can target this card with monster effects, so I guess you couldn't use Power Jersey on it. By the way, it has 3,000 attack points, and both it and Boral Sword are Link 4. And once per turn, quick effect, you can target one face-up monster on the field, and it loses 500 attack and defense. Oh, did I say that's a quick effect? I think I did. Your opponent cannot activate cards or effects in response to this effect's activation. At the start of the damage step, if this card attacks an opponent's monster, you can place that opponent's monster in a zone this card points to and take control of it. Ooh that's pretty good so if you like make it able to attack more than once you could like take control of more than one of your opponent's monsters okay that's pretty good um and then send it to the graveyard during the envy though wow that's pretty that's that's really good um by the way you're probably thinking what why doesn't he know any of these effects i thought this were his cards like normally I, like, read the effects. When I, when I build the deck, I read the effects just to see if they're bad, and if they're bad, I won't run it. I, I, won't, I won't run it if it's bad. And then I forget the effects. Um, because a lot of these effects are very... They're very long. It's not, like, compulsory evacuation of it. It's like, oh, we're turning a monster to the hand. Um, yeah, it's hard to, like, I don't really memorize all these effects, because each one of them has their own unique effect. Um, so, I thought it would be a good idea to do a deck profile. I'll try to go light on the Yu-Gi-Oh! episodes, uh, for a little bit now. And I will see you in the next episode.